0: Amen! That'll work on your heart, won't it? Yes, it will. Yes. Yes, it will. Tonight, or this morning, I say tonight. Y'all ready for tonight? Praise God. I'm just jumping all ahead. Amen? Revelations chapter number 3. Y'all will remember we spent a little bit of time a few weeks ago in Revelation. And we looked at the Church of Philadelphia. We're going to go a little bit further than the Church of Philadelphia. Some of y'all say, why in the world would we be here, preacher? Well, I don't know. That's where God wants us to be. That's where we are. Right. But we all got, hey, we, hey, we've all got work to do. And if we don't allow the Lord to show it to us, we'll never get it. Right. Huh? There's plenty of distraction in this world. I don't know if y'all noticed, but with the unrest and everything else that's going on, we ain't getting into it because there's too much already out there. Right. Amen. Yeah. This ought to be a place of peace place where God is, right? So I pray that you'll examine your heart. If you don't examine your heart today, listen, it's all in vain. It's all for now. I don't know about you, I did not come. I did not come to leave the same way. No, I came to grow closer to my Lord. And if we're going to do that, guess what we got? We got to dive in, folks. We got to dive in. Look with me, chapter number 3. Beginning in verse number 14. Yes, that's where we're going. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen. Y'all know that's a name. Huh? The faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, God help us. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee. To buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich. And white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed. And that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God. God, I do thank you for this day, God. God, I thank you for your Spirit, God, that is in this place. God, I pray you roam up and down every aisle. God, I pray you touch every heart. God, I pray you empty us of self, God. Self-reliance, self-dependence, God. God, that you show us our need for you, God. God, whether people want to recognize it or not, they need you. Lord, we live in a world that is doing what the world does. But God, I pray the church be different. God, that the church be the church. God, this all belongs to you. God, help us. God, help us to be more. God, help us to desire to draw closer. God, not for our honor and glory, but God, for yours. Empty us out, God, like water. Oh, God, help us. God, help us, Lord. God, help us. God, show us who we are and what we need. God, we got a world saying one thing and we got your word saying another. God, help us to stand for your word, God. God, to live by your word. Help us, Lord, today. Oh, God, I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. By of me is the title of the message this morning by of me what does that mean preacher we will get there we will get there but first we got to see this church this is the last of the seven and this is the worst of the churches of asia preacher we don't need that today we don't need to hear about the worst church we need to hear about the best church well can i tell you if we don't hear about our badness and what we need to work on and what we need to fix, we'll never be the church God expects us to be. You'll never be the child of God. I pray you'll understand today. We're not just talking about a church, churches are not buildings. This church is not this pastor. Do you hear me today? This church is not an address. But this church is a body, the body of Christ, made up of believers, of believers. And i got to tell you, the state of the church today, we need help. (laughs) Lord, help us. I said we need help. Preacher, what are we doing so bad? What I'm saying is we've got to keep digging deeper and digging deeper and digging deeper. I don't know about you, but I want the things of God. I want to see the blessings of God. I want to see people get help. I want to see lives be changed. But more than what I want, it's what God wants. It's what God wants to do in our midst. And he's been moving in a mighty way. We've seen visitors pour in. Listen, I love people that want to be in the house of God. And we got some that can't be with us, but then we got some that's dropped in with us. Praise God, you're here. What does God want to do in your life if you're saved? You're part of the body of Christ, whether you're a member of this church or not. And what is the state of the church? Boy, there's some clear lessons right here. That church of Laodicea. And it's going to take, listen, it's going to take examination. You realize examination leads to conviction. Where there is no examination, there is no conviction. Because examination is opening up your heart to see where you are with God. I didn't come here for that today. Listen, that's where we're going today. You just buckle up and get over it. As soon as you get over it and get on with it, God will be able to help you. All right? Listen, I don't care what you're going through. or what People are going through a lot of things right now. People are hurting right now. And it's time for the people of God to stand up and be the people of God. And quit being concerned about all the things the world's got going on. And think about what God's got going on. There's a world that's lost and dying and going to hell. Where's that on the news, folks? Amen. Breaking news. Jesus is coming back. That's right. That's right. And Jesus still saves. Amen. Oh, we need to see people get saved. I'm talking about getting right and getting real with God. Right. We need a, you want to see a change in this world, you need to see a revival is what you need to see. Amen. It'll Listen, it won't be through pride that people get right. It'll be through humbling of their heart humbling of their life, giving their self over to God, submitting and surrendering to Him. That's what changes. That's what makes a change. And today some of you are in the house of God and you need a change. You've lived like hell. Hear me. You've done it all. You've tried it all. It's about time you gave it all to Jesus. Mm, it's time that you gave it all to Jesus. Isn't it enough to play games? It's time to get real. It's time to get real. It's time for examination. The individual. You see, that church was made up of individuals. Individuals. And that's where the rubber meets the road because it's with you and I as individuals and our personal relationship with God. We all on the same page this morning? Yeah, huh? Yep. I said it's individual. Yes, we are the church, but the church is made up of individuals. And today, as an individual, you have walked into the house of God. And if you're examining your heart as an individual, God will deal with your heart today. Right. Amen. That's what God will do for you. You need help today on an individual basis, God will give it to you. You say, when are we are going to get to the message? We're getting there. I don't know how long we're going to be today. I hope you packed a lunch. If you didn't, hey, if you didn't, how about eat the roll? Let that fill you up, huh? That's what Ezekiel did. Filled him up, didn't it? Hear me today. Don't you go through the motions of life. Don't you go through the motions of life, living a miserable life, when God wants the very best for you, when God has done the very best for you and made it possible for you. Let's look at this this morning. Let's examine it a little bit. Boy, there's some some real key factors and words here, and if we'll grab a hold of them, God will do something in your heart. I don't care how close you think you are to God. You ain't close enough. You ain't close enough. Whoever thinks they holy, guess what? You can get holier. Amen. You ain't God. And you ain't with God. Amen. You got work to do. Work to do. Verse number 14. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. Right. We're going to stop right there. We're going to stop. There's a message right there. Have you noticed? Now, anybody that knows about the writing to the churches, you know this, that there is a difference when he gets to this church. For example, let me remind you. Maybe flip over a page if you need to. Verse 7 of chapter 3. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. I said in Philadelphia. Verse 14 and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. You notice something that I notice? Huh? He ain't talking about the church in Laodicea. What is he talking about? The church of. The church of. What do we notice first? Folks, they've made it their church. I said they've made it their church. Hear me today, the church is not about you and I. We just get to be a part of it. We get to be a part of it. And thank God we do. But listen, at the very moment, I can tell you where the wheels start coming off is right here. Right here is where the wheels start coming off. When the church is no longer about Christ, the church will no longer be about Christ. Hey, when the church is no longer about Christ, there will be no power in the church. Where is the power today? The power is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And either he's in control or either he's not in control. You and I are nothing, folks. And I know there's that saint out there right now. Here's hears me say something like that. and says, I'm a saved, born again child of God. I'm somebody. Can I tell you, God is everything. God is everything. And it's by his grace he allows us to be saved. It's by His grace He allows us to be a part of the church. You realize that? It's His calling. It's His ordaining of the church. This is where the first place where they messed up. They took it as their own. That is the charge against them right out of the gate. They've made it their own. God help us. You say, preacher, you're preaching about the church. No, guess what? This also applies. This is applicable in many ways. You hear me today, this is applicable to your home. Because let me tell you something, if you've made the church yours, if we make the church ours, then you've done the same thing in your home. You mean I got a deed to my home, preacher? Huh? I birthed my kids. I mean, I did it. Lord knows I did it. Hear me. Your house is your house because God gave it to you. It's by the grace of God you got shelter over your head. Some of us need to realize that today. It's by the grace of God you got a home. It's by the grace of God you got food in your pantry, huh? It's by the grace of God you got a car. You think that belongs to you? Not if you're a child of God. Belongs to God. Won't you start using it for Him? Hmm. You see, this is applicable in many ways. Why? Because it all applies. It all applies. What's going on in your heart? Notice this. There's the charge against them. The charge against them. And I want to say this. It is amazing. It is amazing. The control... And leadership that many times is snatched away from God. Man, it's quiet in here. My goodness, somebody say something. I mean, am I not right? I mean, did I wake up and miss something this morning? Huh? It is amazing. You say preacher, but preachers don't say things like that. I mean, don't you know somebody might get offended with the way they're living? Oh, boy, don't we need some conviction? I said, don't we need some conviction? Glory to God, where would we be without it? Hear me, isn't it amazing how we will snatch, we will snatch away the power, snatch away the leadership from the Lord. You say, wait a minute, how in the world God is God? And how in the world? I'm coming to somebody, I guess. Hey, listen to me. Hey, you say, how in the world can somebody snatch away the power from God? How can somebody snatch away the leadership of the Lord? Because we got a free will, folks. We got a free will. Hey, listen, I'm not talking about just the I'm talking about your life. See, if you think I'm just talking about, hey, this body, you have missed the boat, my friend. You have missed a boat. I'm talking about in your house. I'm talking about you in your family. I'm talking about in your life. Snatched away the power of Almighty God on your life. Snatched away the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, don't tell me you can't quench the Spirit of God. Oh, I've seen it done. Seen it done. Been there, done that. You've been there too. Some of you might be there right now. Hear me today. You say, Preacher, I'm still worried about what's going on. Get your mind off of what's going on in the world and get your mind in what God wants to do in your heart. Listen, I love those people out there outside those doors. You hear me? I love them. We're going to keep proclaiming the gospel, but if we don't give them the truth, nobody nobody else will. Nobody else will. Nobody else will. Here they are. They got the charge. But as we read on, we see the charger. Now notice something. Notice something with me. You got the charge and you got the charger. Now, what we see right here is it's coming. The charge is coming from the only person who can do it. Hmm? I mean, a lot of people can try. But we're talking about it coming from the person who owns it. Huh? We're talking about it coming from the perspective of the owner. Huh? The one who died and paid for it. The one who bought it. The one who bought it. Can I ask you this? What does our lives look like before God? What do our lives look like before God? Preacher, I did not come here to get judged. Congratulations, you're not being judged. I ain't judging nobody. I do not know how you live. Truth of the matter is, I don't want to know how you live. I'm worried about how I live. I, I can't keep, I'm trying to keep this right. Hello. Yes. It's called conviction if you feel it, deal with it. Deal with it. I mean, he's got a plan for it. We're getting there. We're getting there. Look here. Who is he? (laughs) Who is he? Well, all we got to do is read on. Verse 14, picking up these things, saith the amen. Saith the amen. Y'all are to realize what you say. Huh? Hey, you are to realize what you say when you say amen. Huh? I'm talking about that's my Jesus' name. You might say, why is His name, amen? Because He's the beginning and He is the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega, folks. And He's everything in between. That's who He is. That's who He is. And folks, in the middle of your situation, in the midst of your sin, guess what? He still is God. That has not changed. You see, our actions and our behaviors will never change who God is. Many times we live like it will, that God won't see what we got going on. Can I tell you, He sees all things. He sees all things. He knows all things. Why? Because He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I tell you, He is a man. That is His name. And can I tell you, listen, Jesus, Jesus is God's amen to all of man's needs. Preacher, what are you talking about? We got needs today. Listen, he's God's Amen. What what in the world does that mean? He is the fullness, the completeness of everything you need. That's why his name's Amen, huh? Because there's nothing else left to do. Do you realize there is no Plan B? I mean, people hang out and they live like there's a Plan B. I mean, what if Jesus ain't the answer? I mean, people think about this stuff. Hey, can I tell you, either you're going to believe the Word of God and trust it or you're not. He is who He said He is. He's done what He said He would do. (laughs) Oh, and there's more to come. There's more to come. He is God's answer for us today. He's God's answer for yesterday. He's God's answer for tomorrow. So listen, if the whole thing goes crazy and the world collapses, Jesus is still the answer. He's still the answer. He's still the answer. And I wonder today, do you believe that? Do you believe that today? You see, it's easy for us to get all excited. And boy, we love to yell and amen. I mean, we love to go crazy, don't we? Yes, glory to God. When His Spirit is moving, it's wonderful. But so many times when conviction falls, we'll get quiet. I tell you, we need it, folks. We need it. Listen, we're fixing to examine the condition. No, we are not done. We are about to examine the condition. We're just digging in. We're just digging in. Notice the condition. And I'm afraid too many are right now in this condition. Too many in this condition. I have found myself there. Hello. You ain't got to believe it. That don't make it less true. Huh? Verse 15, what does he say? I know thy works. I know thy works. Yes, he knows what you do. He knows how you live. He knows everything about it. I know that works. Think about that. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad He knows. Because that works into His plan. Huh? Where would I be if He didn't know? See, some of us, we get all tight. and We get all quiet and nervous and all that. Huh? Yes, He knows. Thank God He does. Thank God He does. Because He knows my sin, but He also knows my need. Huh? And He knows my need to get out of it. Amen. Amen. Number two, examination of condition. (laughs) Listen, when we stop examining, we start compromising. I mean that today. You you let go and you stop reading your Bible and you stop praying and you stop listening to God, you see how long it takes you to compromise. You'll be in this world so fast, huh? You say, Preacher, I would never do such a thing. Oh, ho, ho, you don't know the devil that's out there. Huh? I say, you don't know the devil that's out there. You don't know your flesh well enough. Your flesh is going after you all day long. This world is going after you all day long. And the devil, he's just piling it on. He's piling it on. You want to get eight slap of life, then you just give up and watch what God does. He, hey. Because he ain't, listen, he is not going, he is not gonna go no further with you than you're willing to go yourself. Somebody needs that today. Somebody needs it today, huh? Hear me. Examination of condition. Verse number 15. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, that word, cold or hot. Boy, isn't it sad to know. Hey, listen, he's saying, listen, either you're on or you're off, but get out of the middle. That's right. Get out of the middle. I wonder how many people are dying and going to hell because they're looking at a lukewarm Christian, Brother Steve. My, my. Hear me today. That's a word we need, whether we like it or not. Oh, yeah. If we're going to be half-hearted, guess what? You buds will not be at all. Preacher, that's hard. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to say, it is what it is. Take it up with God if you don't like it. The altar's open right now. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, that's it. I know that works. Thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Can I tell you, it's disgusting to God. To see a half-hearted believer. That's right, right. A half-hearted believer. I'm not judging you today. What I'm telling you is this is the truth. This is what's real. You better get out the middle. You better get on. I told you all a few weeks ago, you can't ride two horses. You get on them and watch what happens. That's right. You'll look pretty funny is what you'll look like. It always leads to destruction too. Think about it. Look at these people. These people's us. Think about this. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of the mind. You know, I think about. I hate lukewarm stuff. Anybody hate lukewarm stuff? I'll be honest with you. I'm a coffee drinker. I love coffee. But either it's got to be on ice or it's got to be piping hot. Angie can tell you there's been more than one occasion where I'm going back to the pot just to warm that thing up. Huh? Who in the world going to drink some lukewarm coffee? You are outside your mind today. Huh? I mean, what do I want? It makes me want to spew it out. Spew it out. Then I got to think about salad. Lord knows. Salad. Well, salad's kind of lukewarm. I mean, really, I mean, it's lukewarm in my heart, anyway. And I want to spew it out. <laughs> I'm just, well, either we're real or we ain't real. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter, huh? Think, think about this with me. What does that look like to my Savior? I mean, let it get real in your heart. Let it resonate a little bit. Marinate that. Huh? Let it get into your heart a little bit. What does it look like to God the way I live? Can I tell you it matters? I say it matters, folks. He's called us to be hot for Him. To be hot for Him. There have to be a burning desire deep down within your soul. To please God, to desire the things of God. I wonder when's the last time you asked God for His will for your life. You realize there's so many people so worked up and upset about what's going on around us. They've completely left God out of the equation. God help us. God help us. Look at their condition. Verse 17, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. Now let me preface this so you understand. There is nothing wrong with being rich. Huh? I got no problem with how much money somebody got. God ain't got no problem with how much money somebody's got. What's he worried about? The heart. The heart of the matter. You see, what happened was they had so many riches that they were no longer dependent upon God. You say, preacher, how do you know that? Well, that's what it says. I mean, what does it say? Verse 17, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. Can I tell you this? We've got a great need today. And it might not be in your bank account. It might not be in your driveway. It might not be on your piece of property. But I can tell you this. There's a great spiritual need today. People are lost, dying and going to hell. People are living in sin and they're defeated. defeated poor spiritually poor spiritually and can i put it out there i'm gonna go ahead and say this you cannot buy your way to heaven That's right. you cannot buy yourself some spirituality you do not go down to walmart and pick it off the shelf like you can go through the register buy and put it on, yep. Come on preacher. how many times do people live like that well, I'm giving to God. I Listen, if you give to God, praise God you give to God. But what are you giving besides your money? Some people say, I'll stop giving. Well, that's between you and God. If You don't want to give. I, mean, I ain't never cared to begin with. God took care of us before. He sure going to take care of us after. I'm just being honest, okay? Huh? Think about this. God ain't looking for your riches. He's looking for your heart. He's looking for your heart. And whether you want to realize you've got a need or not, we've got a need today. We are so self-reliant. Listen, all you got to do is turn on the news. We think we got a plan for what needs to happen out there. And people that look to all these world strategies and all this stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, why don't we just read the Bible? I mean, that's a thought, ain't it? Why? Because all the answers are there. Think about this. I love counseling. There's a place for it. There's a time for it. But can I tell you this? Your answer is in Christ. The answer is in the Word of God. That's right. If we can't find it there, we ain't going to find it. Not a true answer. Not a true answer. Y'all hang with me now. We're not there. We ain't done yet. Notice what he says. Verse 18. Well, let's finish verse 17. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not. Now listen, here is what they think they are, and then Jesus tells them who they really are. This is the part we need today. Those that are sitting on high horses, Who are feeling like they're on top of the world and don't need God. Here you go. Here it is. Here it is. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Could it get any worse? I'm serious. Could it get any worse? And that's the way we look before God. That's the way we look before God. Huh? Now it could have ended right there, Brother Steve. It could have buttoned up right there and been done. Hear me. Because some of you really need this today. It could have stopped right there. He could have said, close the book. That's just the way you're going to be. But that ain't what he did. Notice what he says. Notice what the Word says. Can't I tell you, God has a plan. Number three, He gives divine counsel. Here's the answer, folks. Here it is. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich. Where is being truly rich spiritually? It's being in Christ Jesus. It's being in Christ. There is no other way. Hmm? You want to be spiritually rich? You dive into Christ with everything you got. You give Him every ounce of your heart. You really want to see God do a work in your heart? Dive in. What does He say? Buy of me. Buy of me. You say, if I'm really that poor, how can I buy of Him? Because He's looking for your heart. And guess what? You got one. Aren't you glad you got one? Aren't you glad that he doesn't leave you abandoned? I said, aren't you glad he don't leave you abandoned? But that he's got a plan for you. Why? Because he loves you. What does it say? What does the word of God say? I counsel thee to buy of me, invest in God, folks. Gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with salve that thou mayest see. What is that last part about? Listen, this world will cloud your vision every single time. And let me ask you this. What does the word of God tell us about a vision? Where there is no vision, the people Perish. They perish. Now, I'm not talking about my vision. I'm not talking about your vision. I'm not talking about your vision for yourself. I'm talking about God's vision for your life. Thank God He's got a vision and a plan for your life. It's about time that we wiped it off of our eyes. Huh? Preacher, how do we do that? You know, we got to take a step in that. Oh, it ain't enough for us to think about it. Huh? we got to take action on it. We actually got to do it. How do we do that? We do that with a repentant heart. A repentant heart. See, it's one thing. Hear me out. It's one thing to see where you are with God. It's another thing to deal with where you are with God. Amen. And so many people, they'll hear, and God will stir in their heart, and God will show them. It's called by Holy Ghost conviction. And God will show them where they are, but they'll stay right there. And nothing changes. Nothing changes. Back to the motions. Back to the motions. What do we see? Divine counsel. Divine counsel. To buy me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich. What does he do? He clothes us. Huh? You think that white raiment's ours? That's what he puts on us. See, they, they had a problem with self righteousness. They were, they were wrapping themselves up in filthy rags and calling it robes. I don't know. But that stinks before God. We need His clothing. We need His clothing. We need to learn how to invest in Him. By of me. By of me. Notice with me in verse 19. This is where we are to just stand up, praise God, give Him glory. I'm serious. Verse number 19. I was reading back over this this morning back there. I was out in the rain. And I started giving God praise. Verse 19. As many as I love. I said as many as I love. Do you realize today He loves you? Yes, it sounds like a lot of bad news, but guess what? He loves you. You see, that church belonged to him. Even though they tried to take the reins of it, it still belonged to him. How many of you know he'll let you run on that chain long as you want to? Aren't you tired of running on that chain? As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Thank God he does. Oh, be zealous, therefore, and repent. What is he saying there? I love you. Hear, hear me. What you're doing, I'm calling out. And it's time to repent and come back to me. And come back to me. Aren't you glad he ain't left you out? Huh? Some of y'all are so ready to get out of here, you can't stand it. But you ain't going yet unless you just walk out, and that'll be all right. Hey, you want to miss the end? You want to miss the end of the story? Huh? we just get into the good stuff. Amen. Preacher, you designed this thing that long? No, I'm going with God. Amen. And if we'll make up our mind to go with God, God might just do something for us. Amen. Hear me now. We're not done. Look. Verse 19. And as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore and repent. What does that mean? Don't wait around. Do it. Amen. Do it. You put it off. You'll put it off again. And you'll put it off again. And you'll put it off again. The time to repent is now. The time to give your life to Christ is now. Mm. Do it while he's calling you. Do it while he's calling. He may not call you again. I ain't trying to scare you, but that's real. We're on some wet roads and somebody just may not make it home. It happens every day. Huh? I'm serious. We better get right with God. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent and behold. Number 20, verse 20. I want to give you all a real clear picture of this. Everybody go with me. Brother, you've got to spin that camera around. Watch this. Will this mic go out there, brother? Who cares? We'll see. Everybody turn around. I'm serious. I, listen, if you miss this today, you miss it all. Do you hear me? You missed this today, you've missed it all. Watch this. Now, we're talking about the saved, born-again, child of God church, right? I ain't ready to go outside yet. Hang on. Hang on. We're talking about the born-again, saved child of God, right? Can we all get on the same page? I'm talking about the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? That's what we're talking about here, okay? So watch this illustration. You need to see this or you're going to miss it. Watch. Verse number 20, we're about to do it. Watch. Here's what he's doing. Can you still hear me? Can you still hear me? Praise God, you'd hear me anyway. All right. Verse number 20, here it is. Y'all ready? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. Let me tell you what he's wanting to do today, church. He's wanting to come in. I said he's wanting to come in. Hey, listen, to your home. Listen, to your home. You know what he's doing today? He's calling. He's knocking. I want to come in. (laughs) I want to come in. Remain calm, everybody. I'm not crazy. I'm just saved. I'm just saved, Sister Donna. I promise. (laughs) Glory to God. He's so good. We do not deserve for him to stand at the door and to knock. You say, what do you mean, preacher? Because I'm not talking about me. Hear me? (laughs) I'm not talking about me knocking at the door. Anybody with me? I'm not talking about you standing and knocking at the door. I'm talking about my Jesus. I say, my Jesus. Hey, who came and did not have to come but chose to be obedient unto death? to shed His blood, that you and I'd be saved. I don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. But yet God provides it. He's standing and He's knocking. And folks, He's not going to knock forever. He's not going to knock forever. Hear me. I'm talking about the born again child of God. Listen, I'm talking about this church. I'm talking about your home. I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about your kids. He's knocking. He's knocking. Are you going to let him in? Are you going to let him in? You say, Preacher, I'm doing the best I can. It's every day. It's not just this moment. It's every day. It's every day. It's giving it to God every day. It's living to the best of your ability every day for God. You're not, listen, you don't live for God for me. You don't live for God, for James You don't get up there and sing for him when he asks you to. You don't perform. Hear me. We do not perform when we preach. It's the word of God. And either we'll do business with God or we won't. I think there's some homes that need help today. Yes, the world's going slap crazy, but yet we've got an opportunity to seek God. To seek God. The question is, will we? Will we? Yes, it's bad news. Yes, they were self-dependent, self-reliant, looking at what they had. But God was calling them out of it. Just as God is calling us out of it today. As they come and play, it's time to do business with God. I want to ask you this, heads bowed and eyes closed. Why don't we just move to the altar? It's open. It's been open and he's calling and he's knocking. So why don't we just not play games? Why don't we just get real with God, come on to the altar and make it right with him? And make it right with him. The question is, will you come? Will you come? Preacher, why do I need to come to the altar? Because I don't know about you, but the best place of my life is on my knees before my God. On my knees before my God. Oh, I wonder today, what is it going to take for God to get your attention? What's it going to take for God to draw you? He's already doing it. Do you see it? Do you see it? Oh, some of you, he's knocking. You need to let God in your heart. You need to let God in your home. I mean, we've got family that's dying and going to hell, and yet we don't go to the altar and even pray for them. God help us. God help us. God help us. He's knocking. God help us today. Hey, I told y'all, there ain't nothing like the Spirit of God. I said, there ain't nothing like the Spirit of God. But God, get the turning and churning in your soul. Hmm, anybody felt the presence of God? I, I, well, y'all don't act like it. I said, anybody felt the presence of God? Amen. The Spirit of the Holy One. He done came down. <laughs> oh, God is good. God is good. Hmm. Man, I don't even want to go home. I, I'm just telling you, I don't want to go home. Some of y'all hungry. I say you should have packed a lunch. I mean, whew. I don't know if you're saved or lost today. But you know if you ain't got him, You know it. Because you couldn't enjoy that. Huh? You see, when you're saved, you got the joy of the Lord. Yes. Are you saved? Don't leave this place lost. God did everything. And even when we're bad, God is good. I said even when we're bad, God is good. And He's calling us back to Him. Don't you leave here lost. Don't you leave here defeated and undone without God. Not when He's calling you. Child of God, let's go live for Him. Sounds like I want us to dive so deep, we we feel like we're in heaven. Huh? You say, can we do it? Absolutely. It's all about our surrender to Him. Let's say submitted and surrendered to God. To God. Church, I love you. I thank God what He chooses to do in this place. You realize He didn't have to meet with us today. He chose to. He chose to. And you know why? Because it's all about Him. Ain't nobody walked in here today to get the glory. God gets the glory. God gets the glory. I love you, church. We're going to close, and we're going to dismiss. But it ain't over. Because we'll be back. We'll be back. If we ain't back, check heaven, because I'll be there. All right? I'm just saying. Hey, listen, I I die, y'all just know I'm in glory. Y'all go ahead and have a party. Celebrate. That's what I'll be doing at the feet of my Jesus. I love you. I thank God for you. We're going we're to close in prayer. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Brother Jamie this morning, Brother, if you would, would you close us in prayer? Y'all be back tonight, 6 o'clock. I love you.